April 21 Fucking 2021 It's about 9.22pm I just left the studio What's fucking going on y'all I hope everybody's having a great day You already know this My podcast aka my memo My fucking personal memoir That I share publicly with you So that you can have the inside scoop On what's really going through my mind right now Um Some amazing things you know like I think that what the first thing that comes to my mind is finish line. Like, I crossed it this time. It was a really dope experience, but let me, let me take you through the mental. So, if you follow the podcast, or, or if you haven't, in the previous episodes, a lot of it talks about the struggle that I went through after cracking my fucking forehead on the motherfucking floor at the last battle in the finals. The mentality going into this last uh, event, man, let me break this down for you, man. So, 21-hour drive from Phoenix to Houston, I went with, it was me, my boy Ramirez, my boy Mace, my boy Maddox, and my boy Saulito. The crazy thing is, I knew, what happened? Fresco. Uh, no, well, Fresco, he didn't drive with us. We talking about the drive. Oh. And so, uh, so, the crazy thing is, we took this 21-hour drive. My boy Fresco, who's DJing, he, he's DJing the event. He flew there. He met us there. But starting with the drive, it was good vibes. We literally inched our way through. We, like, stopped every time we could, you know, laughed, joked, took our time, man. It was really nothing crazy. But I know that the whole time we were driving there, everybody wanted to be there, you know? Like, we wanted to fucking get to Texas and pull up, pull up right, you know? So whatever the case is, we finally get there. It's late, man. It's... Man, it might have been like, what time, bro? Like, 3 something in the morning? No, we got there actually at 5. 5 a.m.? Because, yeah, we took every stop. We were, like, waiting. In yeah, hour. yeah. We got there crack of dawn, bro. And then we went to practice. And then we practiced right away. Like, right away. We just practiced. Like, like ain't shit else mattered. So, when, when we pull up to break free, I pull up to break free, man, and, and we get there. And... The cool thing is, like, my young guys got to see the Houston young guys, and they were all at the Break Free headquarters. They all kind of saw each other. It was, like, weird animosity. We ended up getting a little game of uh, the octagon in and, you know, basically put up eight cones in just a certain amount of space. You got to break without touching the cones, and the kids were laughing, and I was fucking joking and clowning. The whole fucking video is on my Instagram page. You can check it out. Fucking legendary. And then the MIA kids come in. They pull up, and... You know, like, this is a big deal, man. This is a whole generation from different scenes, different cities, different sides of the country in the U.S. They're coming together to train. And at first it was awkward, but I broke that fucking ice real quick, you know. And I let them know. I sat them all down together and I told them, look, man, like, the last thing we need to do is battle each other. We need to battle with each other. We need to support each other and grow together and be on the same wave because my generation and other generations in the past have just kind of clashed heads and we got nowhere and we're still getting nowhere together just everywhere individually and it's not that's why we're so fucking weak as a community sometimes because we're not strong together so my goal was to just really get these kids together which i set the whole thing up and you know put them together and get them on the right mentality anyway whatever came out of that was a fucking massively strong bond i loved it it was incredible moving forward uh was just a overall dope you know they had the 
footwork battle. It was really, really dope. Everybody was kind of like breaking bread, dancing. Fresco showed who he was on the fucking ones and twos. Everybody loved him. After that, we went right to my boy Be Easy's crib. We freaking just trained again. Like, it was no stopping. From the moment we touched down to the moment we left, there was literally no stopping. It was practicing every single fucking day. Well, here's the day. We get there, and it's battle day. Battle day is very, very intense. The reason why I say it's intense is because there's a lot of pressure there. B-Boy Thesis is there. And when B-Boy Thesis is in the building, it's kind of like, well... We already know who's going to be in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already know. And, you know, he sets the standard everywhere he goes because he is a monster. He's a titan. I talk about titans all the time, man. Thesis is a titan. And, you know, one of my goals was to, I thought I, I really wanted to see Thesis in the finals because I know that now in my lifetime, like, I'm, I'm ready to, to go ahead, to, like, go toe-to-toe with Thesis and breaking. That wasn't always the case. And whatever now here we are you know day one i felt heavy i felt sluggish i felt forced i felt like i really wanted it i wanted it too bad i was going for the gusto i wasn't taking my fucking time you know my first round in top 32 was like short and and then top uh 16 i battled nels and i just didn't i think i really beat nels like without needing a tiebreaker but then, like, after reviewing the play, like, watching that shit online, and then, of course, I think I took the tiebreaker, but I was forced. Like, everything was forced. Everything felt uncomfortable. The cool thing was that, like, Catch Rec was selling out. Like, we had the illest gear. We set up this Houston establishment, doubted. And the cool shit about that was the reason why it says if you bought one, if you're listening in and you bought a Houston establishment, doubted shirt, understand that the history in that shirt is that today, the whole concept of today was created in Houston. And the reason why I say that is because at the last event, nobody thought I was going to get past the first fucking round. Everybody thought I was going to lose to Matita. Everybody thought that, like, nobody voted for me when they thought, like, who do you think could win the whole thing? I didn't get not one vote. I was zero percentage. I was in the zero percentile, and it just was a fucking annoying thing. And the only thing that kept my head in the game to not think about that was, like, yo, gee, just be present. Be in the moment. Today's the day. Today's the day. Today's the day. Today's the day. And that's when it was established because... I was in the moment, I was in I was in the moment in Houston and I fucking got past it all the way to the finals and I didn't get to finish, but I proved everybody wrong. And so when we created that Houston shirt, it was like, yo, this is for this is for history in the making. This is where it all started. Today is the day started in Houston and with the support of the Houston community, with the support of the dance community, so many things were accomplished. But I mean that was the last event. So catch Wreck killing the game and we sold almost we literally only had a few things left like maybe four or five hats and like five shirts left out of almost like 50 articles of clothing that we brought whatever the case is um we did great the next day by the way this whole time i'm trying to hit up my boy june who's a barber and he's yo everybody in my circle shout out to y'all man everybody is doing big things like so when i say big things literally everybody is too busy to chill and kick it it's been too fucking much so we, we've been on a, on a roll It's been non-stop Anyway, so I've been hitting up June June's like, man, I, I've been filming I can't we, We're doing a docu-follow Like, so many things are happening right now I've really got no time I'm like, man, I oh, Sorry, I was like, man, I get that Man, like, I, I totally understand So whatever the case is I feel like shit First day happened I wake up the next day Feeling the same exact way Mind you Still Practicing and dancing Maybe seven to eight hours Each day Since I got there 
Okay, he's sleeping maybe three to four hours because we're just on the vibe. It's just legendary. We're just leveling up in the, in the lab. I'm linking with guys from New York that were kids when I fucking last seen them. And now they're grown-ass men still doing this shit. Like, it's a vibe right here in Houston right now, you know? And and, and my boy Beezy has, like, the fucking dungeon lab. Like, like if you ain't invited to Beezy's crib, you ain't, you ain't getting the dungeon lab. You know what I'm saying? And it's legendary and there's so many lessons being taught. Like... It's just a bunch of guys. We mind you, this is not a kid-friendly place. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's real shit happening. Like real conversation, cursing, smoking weed, kicking it, just good music, cursing. Like it's just not really kid-friendly. But at the same time, it's like it's a fucking vibe, and it's not even something I can explain. You know, it's just really, truly not, unfortunately. But it's a part of my culture, and it's something that I love, and I love being with my people. Anyway, so next day I wake up. All of a sudden, I get this fucking text message at like 9, 10 in the morning. And my boy June's like, yo. So I woke up today and something told me I need to cut your hair, bro. I'm opening up the shop. Be there in 10. I was like, say less. I'm there. So I pull up. My boy June opens up the shop. It's Sunday. And, you know, he's obviously does family shit on Sunday. He don't cut hair on Sundays. He opens up the shop for me. And he fucking, I tell him what I want. And he does it. He doesn't just do it. He kills it. He doesn't just kill it. He made me feel like a brand new fucking person. Like I went from feeling sluggish, heavy, and tired to feeling like a new fucking brand new me. And it was like that song like, feeling good like I should. Is that a J. Cole song? Or no, that's not J. Cole. That's no. Who is that? Fuck, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Anyway, that song was fucking in my head the whole day. So whatever the case is, I pull up. I got my fucking vest from the last event, which feels like a fucking safety blanket. Like, it's fucking funny, but it just hugs me right. My vest means, like, a lot to me. My mom gave it to me, and, you know, my mom was like, hey, this is for you. And it was just a vest. Like, what the fuck, a fucking vest? And, you know, whatever the case is, it just means a lot to me when I dance. And so I had got my vest back. I had this brand new monster shirt that I've been wanting to fucking debut. It was like a monster energy catch red collab. Mind you, monster don't fucking collab with nobody. You know what I'm saying? And so it was a Monster Energy Catch Red collab. And it was like a fucking dope ass thing. And, you know, I got to rock that with some Catch Red pants. You know, day two, I look around the room. Everybody's fucking rocking Catch Red or today's the day something. It was just incredible. So I pull up, got this fresh haircut. Uh, do my press conference. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I feel prestige, if that makes sense. Like I feel prestige. The fact that my boy June just held me down. He ain't say nothing to me after. He's like, yo, let me get a couple. Let me let me take a picture of you. Let me take a video of you. I'll meet you inside, Ivan. Uh, or you can hang out, whatever. whatever. Works. And then, um, you know, I'm just chilling. And the cool thing was, like, I get, I do my first battle. It's, a, it's versus Palmer. Palmer's a beast. He's like another titan, bro. Like, he's a, he's a king at what he does. You know, he is like the flow fucking master. He's a dad. You know, he, he, he's a willpower motherfucker, bro. Like, that's how he moves. And I knew battling Palmer was going to feel like that. Like, there's no, there's no games to be fucking played right here, G. Like, I had that in my head. Get past Palmer. Wow. Incredible. The next one's Isaiah. See, another thing with Isaiah is like, first of all, in the scene is like a whole new, like, like a whole new wave of like little terrors that be fucking killing it. Like, not something to take lightly. And then here we go. Like, I battle Isaiah and I just, I'm in my pocket now. Like, I'm feeling it. I'm moving. I'm grooving. I'm dancing. I'm hitting beats. I'm feeling strong. Boom, boom, boom. I do it. Get past Isaiah. Let's go. Now we're in the fucking finals, baby. Like, I fucking wanted to be here 
and I'm glad that I'm there. And now I have Jeffro in the finals. Battling and Jeffro, like, that's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many things happening. Shouts to Break Free, the production level, the the fucking standard is set for breaking. Like, Break Free has like the ESP is like the ESPN of this shit. Like, they should be ho- they should be live streaming every big battle and only them because nobody does it like them. People are trying, but it's just nobody's on that fucking level, man. Break Free is just prestige with this shit right now. Anyway. Um, so here I am in the finals against Jeff Rowe, head to head, toe to toe, we're going at it. Do I think I beat him? Yes. Do I think that it was based on preference? Yes, absolutely. I did not fucking smoke Jeff Rowe. I definitely edged him out. Yo, my dog's in the car. She's just breathing on the camera, um, on my phone. But, you know, like, it's like, you know, fucking Jeff Rowe is just a king. He's a beast. He's a, he's another titan. He's up and coming. But the cool thing is, like, my experience really fucking tells the story itself. And not just that, man. Let me let me uh let me break this down, man. There's this little boy, you know, he's from Texas. His dad's really nice, his mom is really nice. They uh they bought some gear and then they come over to me and they're like, Hey, uh he the little boy comes over to me and he comes up to me and he goes, uh, actually, you know what, let me find his name. I wanna be able to shout him out on this podcast real fast. So bear with me. Uh he did this and I just thought it was I thought that it was so thoughtful. Like, I thought it was so thoughtful, man. Oh, I got him right here. B-Boy Flippers. He said, congrats, Gravity, um, on taking the W at Break X Grand, uh, Grand Jam. Safe travels home. See you soon. And he tagged Grinding All My Life. He tagged Today. He tagged uh, Breaking Kids. And the cool thing is that he came up to me. And he said, hey, Gravity, we got this for you. And in there was a package. And in this package was Pedialyte. It was granola, dark chocolate, peanut butter stuff. Everything to stay hydrated and have good energy. He got this. Like, they just created this little care package for me to snack on throughout the day. You best believe I fucked up that whole care package. I was eating it. I was drinking. I was, I was like, so thankful and so proud that this fucking kid and his family can just do that. Like, it just, like, played the game. And then another friend of mine came up to me with this concoction of, like, just amazing, like, m- m- vitamins, nutrients, minerals in this one thing of water with a bit of caffeine. It was like everybody was just on my side. Everybody. The crowd, the people, the the music, like, the, the, the oh, my God. I've never felt so incredible in my life where I didn't have to worry about anything but dancing and it was like my community just had my back my team just had my back the music everything it was just it was I was in my pocket and going into it before every battle I would go to the bathroom I'd look myself in the mirror and I would ask myself like who are you pause for a few seconds just there moment of silence and then I would respond I'm a I'm a beast I, I, I'm capable of anything. I can do anything, and I've proven that. Let's do it one more time. And that's what I would say before every battle, before every battle, before every battle. Finally, before the finals, I said it again, but I said it a little different. I said it, and I said it. The ending wasn't like, let's do it again. It was, all we got to do is finish. All we got to do is five rounds. And we we did it. We 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 overcame the fear. We overcame the doubt. We overcame the struggle. 
We overcame the crash. We overcame the injury. We overcame any op- the the hardest obstacles in life are no longer an issue. There's no there's no more hard obstacles in my life right now. Like there's no doubt in my mind that what I'm capable of is something is something amazing, and I'm worth so much more. And you know, I proved that to myself. I proved to myself that I can do it. I proved to myself that no matter how hard I can get knocked down, we're talking about hematomas in the brain. That means your fucking brain was bleeding. Like, not even that could stop me. It was, it was a 30-day recovery because that's all I cared about was the mental. I didn't even practice for Break X Grand Jam. I literally practiced about four times, and it was to just do shit because I wanted to dance, and my guys were training in the studio all night, and I was just getting down. I didn't even go. Literally, I was out of shape, and the only thing that took me through was willpower. I called my family before every battle. I talked to my mom, my kids, Bianca, every battle. I was talking to them, and my guys were just making sure I was good and it was just legendary it was nothing else that can touch that and then when they raised my hand I was in I was in bliss I was in awe I was it was so surreal that we finished and then it just I fell to the floor like I had no energy I I gave it all I had and then it was like legendary like bro Miguel you did it like that was me telling myself like it was 10 years from now gravity looking back at me saying you see willpower that's what's going to get you to where i'm at right now and and it's just it's a big deal man it's a really big deal and then it's crazy because after i won the first thing i thought was man we got a fashion show in new york i got to get on that now like it wasn't even i didn't even sit in it yet i haven't even in i haven't even sat down and enjoyed the w yet i haven't i went straight to work straight to fucking chill with the fam for a little bit and then boom back to it back to it today was the first day of practice back tomorrow we start training you know it's just like legendary and the feedback was great and i created this documentary that i have to finish now and like the whole narrative to the story of the documentary changed when i won and something else amazing has come from it and i won't even share that but we'll be back in houston for the next break free event but we will be just vending I just want to be there to support, help my boy Moy, be a part of it, do, you know, help him in any way he needs and help the Break Free team out in any way they need. And, and, you know, I'm just, I just want to let anybody know out there, like, you know, breaking needs to be about coming together. Breaking needs to be about being in the moment and accepting where you're at and being okay with that. Breaking it for me has changed. My role in the scene has changed. And what I want to do for our community, for the youth and for everybody coming up is I really want to help guide them in the way that I know they can succeed. Not in a way I think they can see, but succeed, but in the way that I know they can succeed that can benefit everybody. And as a culture and as a movement and as a, as a sport and as artists and as athletes, there's so many different uh, routes. There's so many different roads that we can take. And I just want to let you guys know, man, that I appreciate you. I, I thank you and, and I care so much for everybody who has just supported me. And, you know, it's crazy that a haircut, just going to get a little fade real fast, can can change the whole narrative to a story. Catch you on the next one, man. Talk soon. I'll let your boy. Thanks for listening. You already know this is the podcast, baby. It's the memo. It's your boy, Gravity. Today's the day. Peace.